Made in Ireland is the laudably restrained title of a juggernaut of a craft show just opened in Kilkenny and which will come to Dublin early next year before heading north at the border. Working with the Design and Crafts Council of Ireland, the trio of Hilary Morley, Stephen O'Connell and Mary Gallagher brought the exhibition to life over the course of a year, whittling down the huge open call to the selection of glass, porcelain, wood, wool and steel, now on show in the National Design and Craft Gallery, where Culture Files Ornia Gallagher went to meet the team and the makers. Probably the nucleus of where this originated was in the ending of the RDS craft exhibition which took place in Dublin annually. It was a huge part of the calendar for craftspeople and very suddenly that very prominent event was withdrawn from the annual cultural calendar. So there were many of us, I suppose, in the sector, the craft sector and working with craft that were very concerned that there mightn't be that wonderful opportunity for all makers to actually apply to an open call situation to be exhibited in a national setting. I'm Hilary Morley and I'm co-curator as well as one of the project team members. One show springs to mind in all of the team and I think uh, it has to be the RHA summer exhibition every year. I, as an artist who isn't well known, can actually apply to this exhibition and maybe find my piece of work on a wall next to somebody like, I don't know, Louis Le Bocquet or one of the elder statesmen of Irish art. So I think that's the sort of opportunity we wanted to offer to craftspeople. So that not so much that it would be more of a democratic approach, but maybe just to add that slice of excitement to the craft world as exists in the art world. My name is Joshua Gabriel. I'm part of a family business, Gabriel Furniture. We are based in the west of Ireland, in South Galway, and we specialise in bespoke furniture, custom furniture, and we're down here today at the Kilkenny Design Centre, um, where I have a piece and I'm delighted to be taking part in the exhibition here. So in the designs I create, I have particular attention to try to capture movement in timber. For me, timber is such a solid material and can be such a solid form. I think it gets more enhanced when you can capture movement in timber or movement in wood to create a shape which would not be naturally associated with timber. I like to imagine a shape which starts very simply i.e. a straight line, and then to take straight lines and to create twists and spirals, but using straight lines only, and then you create a much more complex shape. There was a resounding response to the open call. There was over 420 submissions originally, which was eventually sort of whittled down to about 110 exhibitors. I'm Stephen O'Connell, I'm one of the, also the co-curator of the exhibition. It's really diverse, it's really interesting, and it all sits very well together, we think. And that's all down to the, the standard of the work, really. I'm Mary Gallagher, the editor of the Made in Ireland catalogue and a member of the project team. I suppose people are used to seeing ceramics and glass, but perhaps not the variety 
of work in, in those materials. I think that that's really interesting for people to see how the same material can be used in many different ways. And then in relation to jewellery, not only gold and silver, but also wood. I'm Rowena Sheen and I'm a jewellery designer and maker. And I work mostly in native Irish woods. So I try and use as much local and sustainably sourced materials as possible. So I use a lot of yew wood and then I combine it with silver and I've been working a bit in holly as well more recently and experimenting with different woods. So where do you source the wood? <laughs> Mainly, again, I, I try not to buy wood that's been specifically cut down for commercial purposes. So a lot of it tends to be salvaged from either storm-damaged wood or trees that were being cut down for another purpose. A lot of the, the yew that I'm working with at the moment came from a country estate in Limerick that uh, had a beautiful yew-lined avenue of trees that were being cut down to widen the road. So my father actually rescued them <laughs> from the bulldozers about 30 years ago and they've been trying in the shed ever since. So he figured it was about time I put them to good use. I was looking at your pieces inside and the pieces of wood look really... Kind of like they have quite a weight to them that you wouldn't imagine wood has and like a really, really dense finish almost. Like they don't they don't really look like pieces of wood in one way. They they almost look like pieces of not plastic, but they look more dense or something. How do you get that finish on them? So I'm really glad that that's how it comes across. So I get a lot of the pieces laser cut and then I finish them by hand. And I initially was playing around with the laser cutting and one of the main materials that people use is perspex or acrylic. And I love the finish that that gives, the really high gloss, quite man-made uh, visual, but I really didn't want to be working in plastics. I really wanted to be working in that natural material. So basically it's just a lot and a lot and a lot of sanding. I very often don't have any fingerprints on my fingers because I spend so much time sanding. And then I finish them off with, I make a beeswax polish. So my father is also a beekeeper. So I get all the beeswax from his hives and make a polish from that. And the U does have a really fine grain as well. So it does polish up really, really nicely. So when you're kind of walking around, are you always on the lookout for fallen trees? <laughs> Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Well, anyone who knows me, I like it. in the spring, I often get calls and texts from various friends and even people I don't know now through social media saying, oh, this tree just came down. Do you have any interest in it? So again, the shed and my studio and my spare bedroom are all filling up with random bits of wood. There's very little there of the what people might see as traditional Irish craft. But having said that, a lot of the work demonstrates a great respect for tradition in the way it's, it's produced. There's one maker, Beth Moran. She's responsible for the whole thing from start to finish. She rears the sheep, she shears the sheep, she spins the wool, she weaves the hangings or the scarves. So it's, it's remarkable that that, um, that is happening today. Anya Gallagher there with that report from the Made in Ireland exhibition, which is at the National Craft and Design Gallery Kilkenny until the end of January and which will open in Farmley next summer.